1: Hi! Happy hump day! Pew pew! We made it on this beautiful hump day, uh, here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. i I'm trying to find my horn. If you
0: go to the main button bar. I know. There's so many
1: options, you guys. Uh, yeah. It's the. It's the. Uh,
0: it, it's the middle of the in between.
1: Oh hey, um, Brian! Can you give me my special powers over here? Do you remember how to do that? Yeah, I. It's up right now. But oh, I can play it in the meantime.
0: This is tragic. Brian, hit that beautiful
1: <sighs> bean footage. Well, I don't know what's uh, precluding me from doing it, but um, that's fine. We'll figure that out on a break. Because yeah. what I wanted to do, and the whole reason I wanted to make that work was because I have a very important update for you guys here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. By the way, happy uh, in between week. Mm hmm. I'm Bradley Trainer. that's Holly Roberts, Brian of course at the board. Colleen will be back next week. We'll all be together again in a, in a space. but right now we have an update from our good friend Oprah Winfrey. She has finally commented on her protege. I think it I think that's an appropriate usage of that term. Would you call Dr. Oz a protege of Oprah? Yeah, totally uh, in that he is now uh, a recognized talk show host anyway. She has finally commented on her protege's run for office. Oh my God. We have to talk about this. It's my favorite, favorite 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 thing. I mean, really, is
0: it though? Is it though?
1: No, it's actually not. So here's the thing here's what Oprah said. And now we will, or then we will discuss. Remember, Dr. Oz announced that he was running for Senate in the great state of Pennsylvania. Which is interesting because he lives in a mansion in New Jersey, but, you know, rich people go to rich. (laughs) That said, um, I don't want to get too much into the politics other than to say Oprah, you know, Oprah has a political side. She has made her political beliefs known or she has supported candidates in the past. And I think we all have been waiting to find out what does Oprah think about Dr. Oz running for office. Now, I think it's safe to also say without getting too terribly deep in politics that Oprah's uh, expressed opinions about politics and Dr. Oz's seem at odds with one another. Yes. Which then begs the question, is she going to come out and be supportive? I will say a blind item has indicated that behind the scenes, she has been very helpful to Dr. Oz. We don't know if that's true, but that's the allegations. That's the gossip
2: the from gossip.
0: an empty lawyer. Right. Because like you said, Bradley, the positions that Oprah has taken in the past politically perhaps would be at odds to Dr. Oz's positioning in running for Senate in Pennsylvania.
1: So crickets, crickets, crickets. crickets we haven't heard anything out of Oprah uh, regarding Dr. Oz's announcement since he made it. And I believe he just made, it was just last month or this month. It was this month because we're still in December, right? Yeah, we're still in it December. Was very recently, like two weeks ago that he announced. Oh, no, he had announced at the end of November. Sorry. Anyway, moral of the story is we have an announcement. You've been waiting for it. I will read it to you. Please react. Quote, now this came to us via New York magazine from a statement from Nicole Nichols, who is the spokeswoman for Oprah. Quote, one of the great things about our democracy is that every citizen can decide to run for public office. Mehmet Oz has made that decision. And now it's up to the residents of Pennsylvania to decide Who will represent them? So Oprah's basically (laughs) saying... I'm happy
0: for you, Dr. Oz. That's nice. That's real
1: nice. What do you make of that statement, Holly Roberts?
0: That's like telling someone Oprah's statement about Dr. Oz running for Senate... Her statement is like, well, that's so nice for you. That's really great for you. Meaning she's trying to distance herself from Dr. Oz as much as she can publicly. And she doesn't want to actually say whether or not she endorses him. I mean, that's just like stating a fact. Like, yeah, Dr. Oz is a citizen in the United States and it is true. That he can run
1: for office. I think it's even less... I think you're being overly gracious. Because I think it's even less than, like, that's nice for you. (laughs) Because it literally just says... It's it's like saying, you know... I don't know. How did Hollywood perform on Dancing with the Stars last night? There is a show on television where people dance. And that occurred last (laughs) night on that show. And I... Look forward to seeing more of dancing in the future on, on television, television.
2: <laughs> right? Like it's just stating yeah. the
1: obvious, which is again, to repeat what she told the New York magazine through her spokeswoman, Nicole Nichols about Dr. Oz running for Senate quote, one of the great things about our democracy is that every citizen can decide to run for public office. If you wanted to read anything into that, I almost think that's shady because it's like anybody, any that one of the magical things about America is even a boob. Can run for office, or even a person with no nothing. Even like, a person
0: even, who uses the address, the <laughs> mailing address yeah. of their in-laws, in order to gain so residency in a like, state. Hey,
1: what do you think about your best? Like one of your besties? I mean, not even besties. Like you know, I don't even know what they are in real life in terms of like acquaintances. But like somebody that you invested a lot of time and money and influence in is now you know running for office, and the best that you can say is that. We live in a democracy where anybody can run for office. Like, ooh, I would not be, <laughs> I, I would not be uh, excited about that endorsement. Oh. And it's not an endorsement; it's just a statement. You're right. She then goes on to say, "Mehmet Oz has made that decision again." All she's saying is he is embarking upon that which every American can embark upon. Meaning, I'm saying nothing about it, mm-hmm. and then to you know just put the final point on it. And now it's up to the residents of Pennsylvania to decide who will represent them. It ain't up to me. I don't need to have an opinion and I'm not going to tell you what I think. I think that's all we need to hear now. I think that's totally understandable yeah. because I think if you just read the room, Oprah's probably not supportive of him and his or publicly supportive of his stated political ideology. And so why would she come forth saying, you know, that she supports him or, you know, anything that could be even in interpreted that way right that just seems from a publicity standpoint to be a very smart move but also it just is not saying anything at all and oprah i think has you know created a reputation for herself of being you know forthright and expansive in her thoughts and sharing those thoughts so i'm curious if this will change over time if she will have more to say because I kind of would expect Oprah to have more to say. And even if it's uncomfortable, I would hope she would feel empowered to say those things.
0: Well, we feel that way or there, there's an expectation that Oprah is going to comment on Dr. Oz's Senate run because essentially she discovered Dr. Oz. Yes. She made him into a star. Now, I'm looking at the Dr. Oz show wiki because I was curious on whether or not Oprah and Dr. Oz still have a business relationship okay. together because her Harper Productions produced dr oz uh in the beginning now they no longer are working together okay the dr oz show is not produced by harpo productions or harpo studios it's produced by something called oz media yeah. i'm assuming that that is dr but be oz's production company be
1: interesting somebody do a deep dive new york times or a podcast please from slate wherein you determine what what is oz productions and where did yeah. that come from
0: right exactly So, that being said, at least on the surface level, the expectation that Oprah would be commenting on Dr. Oz's Senate run, yeah, okay, she made him into a star, but by all means, it doesn't look on the surface that they have a business relationship anymore. So, I suppose if she was actually producing his show and she was making money off of it, I mean, I don't know how that is structured. She still could be making money off of it. I don't
1: know. Well, and again, here's the other reality. She's entitled to do all of those things. Yes, totally. She's entitled to hold political beliefs and support a person who does not hold those political beliefs. It is not to say that if you're Oprah, you can't work with people who don't agree with your politics. Absolutely. But it does explain why you perhaps would leave a very uh, boilerplate response, uh, public response, In this regard, right? Like, I'm not surprised is what I'm saying by her statement. Although to me, I'm like, oh, if I were Dr. Oz, I'd be like, oh, that's a great endorsement. Yeah. Maybe Dr. Oz doesn't want Oprah to wade into that conversation because maybe he thinks that won't be beneficial. I mean, we just don't know. But I will say I hope that she enlightens us further, not because she has to or there's any obligation. But I I have to wonder what that feels like. You know, what feels like to have to have invested time, energy or relationship and resources into a person who, you know, is now statedly or statedly is now has stated a just a very different worldview than the one Oprah seems to wear on her sleeve.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think Oprah has a lot of opportunity to contemplate her protégés and where they have gone in our pop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of opportunity for introspection and reflection on that. Uh, And I don't know. She
1: she doesn't owe it to us. No, not at all. No. It also, it, it shows the power of Oprah. Yeah. Because if you look at people like Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil, I mean, it's just fascinating, you know, their, their rise to fame and fortune and now political higher office, if uh, that's where we're headed, um, that that being connected to Oprah affords people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really truly does. Yeah. I did also want to share a story with you, which gives us an indication of how Dr. Oz's campaign might unfold. Uh, if you're just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're talking about Dr. Oz running for Senate, but mostly what Oprah had to say about it, which was very little. Not surprisingly, Um, but there was this story over on People about how Dr. Oz and his wife allegedly uh, insulted uh, a journalist who uh, they thought they'd hung up on. Oh, no. Uh Oh, Oh, no. I'm already
0: embarrassed. I don't want to hear it. What did they do, Bradley? What did they say?
1: So apparently um, this reporter for New York magazine had a conversation. She was reporting on Dr. Oz's campaign in, in Pennsylvania. Her name is Olivia Nutzi, and she had some trouble getting hold of Dr. Oz. She was trying to speak to anyone from the campaign, which apparently has proved very elusive, which is also interesting. Like Uh. there's a lot of unanswered questions about Dr. Oz. And I will tell you, if you're fascinated by him and his now campaign for office, it is a fascinating deep dive because this person has connections in places that if you really want to get conspiratorial, just go. Just go. Mm. Do it on your own time. Okay, thank you. And uh you'll be down a rabbit hole before you know it. But anyway, back to this story. So they were having a hard. She was having a hard time getting hold of them. She had no luck at the office. Was not where he works, and was not able to reach him by phone. So she called his wife, and she just like found his wife's number, like publicly listed. um A hang up and a call back later, she was on the line asking uh or talking to uh, Doctor Oz's wife, and she's like, "How'd you get my number?" She was like, "Well, it's publicly listed." Um, the, uh, then she hung up on her. Problem is, she didn't hang up
0: on her. Oh, no. She this is so awkward. She her. Uh,
1: she did not realize, it, according to the reporter, that uh, she could still hear Dr. Oz's wife as she began to talk to Dr. Oz, who was there. Ooh, yes, oh, yes. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, Lisa, quote, Lisa Oz had mistakenly connected her device to what sounded like the sound system of a vehicle, meaning that they... Uh, as they engaged in paranoid conversation and argument for more than four minutes, I remained on the line hearing every word of it <laughs> <laughs> in the exchange. You can hear between Dr. Oz and his wife uh he calls the the reporter a liar uh for saying that she had an appointment because she didn't meanwhile um she heard his wife call her a reporter from the uh New Yorker, which is not true new no. York i mean they're two different things. entirely different. Mm-hmm. Um, And she A bleeping girl reporter
0: Okay, come on No, you got a buzz over there Brian for that, thank you
1: Insults, curse words continue Uh, They go on to make Accusations and get into Really political uh, Stuff that I'm not going to share But it got real deep and dirty And shows that these are two Perhaps political Amateurs And clearly I'm just gonna say buckle in because this campaign will be very interesting to uh-huh. watch if indeed you are fascinated as I am
0: uh-huh. by Dr. Oz
1: <laughs> and his attempt to go from selling another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would
0: you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may
1: apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trijani. I'm the host
2: of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna,
0: Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on
2: Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Arsenia Cambogia to running for one of the highest offices in all the land.
0: If this segment was a gift, Bradley, it would be Homer Simpson fading back into the Yuck. bushes. <sighs> <sighs> We'll be watching.
1: But, Oprah, thank you for This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, dirt Alert, dirt Alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Holly Roberts. Appropriate? Yes. With all the latest from Hollywood, Holly Roberts, what do you know?
0: Uh, We have to start this dirt alert this afternoon with a notable obituary, Mm. and that would be John Madden, the Hall of Fame coach turned broadcaster turned video game titan, has passed away at the age of 85. Now, the NFL made a statement, said that he died unexpectedly. There's no detail as a cause of death. Now, John Madden first became famous in a decade long stint as coach of the Oakland Raiders, making it to seven AFC title games, winning the Super Bowl in the 19th. 1976 season and then he went on to be a broadcaster he also of course john madden football which is how you know myself and many other people who were in really sports people got into sports because of video games i was
1: gonna say i'm not a sports person but i obviously knew who this person was right like i had a a sort of pop culture awareness of him Mm -hmm. i couldn't have told you specifics brian i'm curious because i feel like of the three of us perhaps maybe you were the most aware yeah I was gonna say it was uh very surprising to hear his passing because I don't know when people think of the NFL or people around that organization, I think the first people think of is John Madden, yeah mm-hmm. and uh, what he's done just for the league and as a broadcasting presence um but yeah, it was very it was very surprising,
0: yeah, you know, and after he retired from being the coach at the Oakland Raiders. Then he became a broadcaster. He won 16 Emmys for Outstanding Sports Analyst Personality, covered 11 Super Bowls for four networks from 1979 to 2009. And he was asked, John Madden was asked, he said, people always, are you a coach or a broadcaster or a video game guy? And he said, I'm a coach, always been
1: a coach. Yeah. So that's how John Madden saw himself. That's probably why he was successful doing those other things. Because exactly. if you're successful at the thing then, you know, I mean, he clearly was successful at more than that, but still.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a great loss in the world of sports, in the world of broadcasting, the world of video games. So John Madden has passed away. Hey, Taylor Swift is trying to dismiss this lawsuit, accusing her of stealing lyrics for her song Shake It Off. Now, she has asked a federal judge to dismiss a planned jury trial over allegations that she stole lyrics to her song Shake It Off from the song Play Is Gonna Play by 3LW so she wants this to not go to jury trial because if this went to jury trial we'd be here in all the dirty laundry
1: yeah 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 and and frankly i wish there was like you know the the i mean i know this is america and we do things in a particular way but in like a perfect uh world wouldn't it be nice if there was some sort of like musical institution that would settle these disputes so you didn't have to constantly have these million dollar lawsuits going back and forth like you could just have somebody go, well, according to our musical uh, scientific ears, this particular lyric was in fact lifted and we have decided and thereby, you know, the, the musicians involved would listen in. And- abide by whatever rulings they made. Right. Is and that the, possible? Can we just do that? Can yeah. we do that
0: please for Branly? Why don't you get on yeah. that? Why Have a pop music tribunal that will, will <laughs> say, decree across the land. Uh, you know, it's really hard because it's hard to say if Taylor Swift, is if she had heard that song play is going to play, if she had in fact lifted the lyrics from that song, how do you determine that? And we've seen this time and time again, and there are various ways to get this settled. The Blurred Lines lawsuit. There's also going back in the day, You know, sometimes people have to give credit, like the Beach Boys had to give Chuck Berry credit on Surfing USA because they completely lifted a Chuck Berry song.
1: Yeah. And I think there's gradations of it, right? Because there are people who actually lift and should be held responsible in a way that's different from, you know, I'm out here listening to all this music. It's I'm sucking it up into my brain and my creative juices are, you know, spitting bits and pieces of it out unintentionally. Mm -hmm. But still, there's a connection. I don't know. It's it's that's why I just say it's got to be a very difficult, um, you know, process. Anytime you're creating music like this for such a high financial reward, right? Because you've got these people that are like, "I want mine. Give me mine. That well, was mine."
0: Yeah, you know, if that's your livelihood and yeah, that's exactly. how you make a living, especially if
1: you're not Taylor Swift, right? Right. Because the the, the stakes are higher.
0: Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, Taylor Swift's people. Her attorneys are citing the recent dismissal of a lawsuit concerning the song Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin as setting precedent for the dismissal of this case, because mm. that was a long going legal uh, argument that the song Stairway to Heaven had ripped off a previous song that came out before that. So that ultimately was dismissed. So they're like, hey, they're like, hey if Led Zeppelin can do that, then Taylor Swift can do her
1: <laughs> Look at you throwing out your Big legal Supreme term. Supreme Court legal term. Hey. Way to go. Isn't that stare decisis the thing that's the like precedent setting thing where it's like, you know, you're not going to overrule precedent. I probably just butchered that incredibly horribly. But that notion that, you know, if there's a, already a precedent for it, you have to really, really, um, you know, show that there's a reason to over overcome it.
0: I've watched like two episodes of Law and Order in my life, Bradley, so I am not the person to be asking about legal terms. What you can ask me about. The legal
1: principle of determining points in litigation according to precedent, a doctrine of stare decisis. Thank you for coming to my Wikipedia entry. Continue.
0: (laughs) I was going to say what I do know about is celebrities and celebrities like Hugh Jackman, who has COVID-19 and performances at the Music Man on Broadway have been postponed until January 1st.
1: Wells Fargo Wagon is uh, not coming.
0: No, it's not. So uh, Hugh Jackman (laughs) is not going to return to the Music Man until at least January 6th. And uh, he said mild symptoms as soon as I'm clear. Looking forward to getting back. To the Winter Garden where the Music Man is currently playing.
1: Well, may Hugh and everyone battling COVID and so much more at this moment uh, be well, be safe, and uh, return back to your regularly scheduled programming as quickly as possible. Holly, thank you so much for all of those updates. When we ah! come back, we've got blind items right here on my... Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 107.1. And it is a beautiful Wednesday, just about 1230 in the afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Brian. Thank you for the updates. Let's play some blind item guessing game thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bradley Trainer Esquire, I should call you. Mm. Oh, yeah, no. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me.
1: (laughs) Our good friend Megan sent an email to uh, say the following Brad, as a recovering attorney, I was quite impressed with your use of Starry Decisis. Well done. Your JD is in the mail, along with the money I owe Kenny for having Alexis read my stick. Happy New Year to the entire Copra team, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Very cool. And you shall now refer to me as Bradley Trainer Esquire. Yay. No, you no. Don't have to do not. But let's play some blind eye. <laughs> yeah, let's
0: just solve
2: some celebrity gossip guests. mysteries.
0: Yes, with special guest Grant today. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. We got our first celebrity gossip mystery to solve. Here we go. You know who goes through more pets than Paris Hilton? No. This reality family who has them show up for a photo or two, then gives them back to wherever they got them from or rehomes them. Oh, this makes me so sad.
2: I mean, it, the only, the biggest family out there, the Kardashians, correct? Yeah. yeah. I would say so. Ding for you. Ding yeah. for the dogs.
0: Yeah. So, you know who goes through more pets than Paris Hilton? It's the Kardashian and Jenner's who have them show up for a photo or two and then gives them back to wherever they got them from or rehomes them. See Kylie Jenner's new cat. Oh, this makes me sad,
1: yeah. but you know, I also do if they're rehoming them, I'm grateful because get them away, right? Like I would <laughs> rather them take the photo and then rehome them, not be with and them, not be, you know, mistreating them yeah. or putting them off on somebody else to take care of in their presence. Meaning like that, Because I just, I don't want, I don't think anyone should have to live in that environment, much less pets.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ah, But which begs the question, why do they even bother? Why do they even I mean, bother? Th- you can with ask the that question
2: for so many reasons.
0: <laughs> Sorry to get so existential well, and they're blind. Not the, items. They're not
2: the only people that do this. I mean, like college yeah. frat boys do this. They'll 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 go get a dog for a little bit and go walk them down the beach. They'll do photo shoots for their little uh, dating apps. Oh God, no. People do this not just the Kardashians. Uh, people will do this for other purposes, which is sad. Yeah. Yuck. yeah. Next. We do another one.
0: This next celebrity gossip mystery has a few words, nothing to do with pets, but try this. This former A-list singer-slash-reality star, who had one of the most memorable exits to a career that anyone could possibly have, thinks of herself as an A-plus lister. She also thinks she's married to an A-lister, and when you pair them together, it's even worse. They went to an event earlier this year and were supposed to pose for official photos for a company and then with fans. But no fans wanted a photo with them because they're nobodies. But they claim that hundreds of fans were screaming and trying to get close. So they had their security get them out as quickly as possible.
2: Grant, you I'm thinking just because this is how I feel about these two in particular. But Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox buzz for you oh uh, okay good guess though machine God. gun kelly's kind of like that a list but he thinks he's a yeah. minus but he thinks he's an a plus and except the courtney or no machine gun kelly megan
1: fox or megan kelly megan, Wait, F- megan fox machine gun kelly and she's an actress it's hard but not a singer did you say singer singer yes oh, there you go sorry so that makes me wonder how was the man described
0: uh that he thinks that he's A-list, but he's not. Now, I'll give you a clue.
1: He's not a singer, is he?
0: He's not a singer. Maybe oh. he's released music. I don't know. But he is the offspring of a very famous singer, an actual music legend. And this person, his spouse, the singer who thinks that she's A+, plus, she did have a very memorable and immediate fall from grace because of a certain something that happened on a late night TV show. Oh. Oh. About 15 years ago.
1: Oh. Now I'm really intrigued. I'm so confused because no. that made me think Madonna.
0: Not Madonna. No. Uh.
1: Not Lindsay Lohan.
0: Not Lindsay Lohan, but uh. Lindsay Lohan is closer than Madonna. So this person has a famous sibling who is a legitimate singer? A reality oh, star.
1: Oh, 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 yes. And it was Saturday Night Live. And I can't think of her name now. Jessica Simpson's Sim- sister. Yeah, uh, Ashley Simpson. Ashley yeah. Simpson.
0: But who
2: is the, who's the partner? Yeah, I don't know.
0: I will tell you. It is Evan Ross, the son of Diana,
2: Diana Ross. Ross. There yeah, we go. Yeah,
0: so Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross think they're A-list, but sad they're not. So they were supposed to pose for official photos for a company at an event earlier this year and then with fans, but no fans wanted a photo with them because they're nobodies and they don't have fans. That's tough. But then they decided to double down and they claimed that hundreds of fans were screaming and trying to get close. So then they had their security get them out as quickly as possible.
2: Uh, Ooh, that's embarrassing. So awkward.
0: Yeah, to stave off the Get us out of
2: here. And they're like, "Uh, but there's no... Hurry up. After the show, when you walk out, I'll be your security and tell everybody to back up as you walk to your car. Make you you feel like you're just that not only a lawyer today, but you're that A-list liberty. Thank you. you. That'll be amazing. I'll do that for you.
0: Yeah, you're gonna get a side eyed from Brooke and Jess in our promotions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the only one. What
1: about this weekend? I'll go to the mall and like Sally Field soap dish style. You could like recognize me. Announce you entering the store. Absolutely. Okay. That would be awesome. That'll make my ego feel better anyway. (laughs)
0: Mm. Let's do another mystery. By the if we've learned anything, this segment is Don't Encourage
1: Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lawyer now. I'm lawyering. I mean, Kim Kardashian, she ain't got nothing on me and my email JD. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip, mystery. Solve This. Uh, there is a movie remake opening this weekend. That would be the weekend of December 20th. If it bombs, which is the most likely scenario, it will end, it will be the end of the studio That made it. Oh, my God. And, in fact, it was released. It did bomb. We shall see.
1: Oh, I think I have an idea. Yeah. Go for it. Is it The Matrix? No. But good
0: guess, Brian. So, not The
1: Matrix, which was allegedly a bomb. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean. Again, we talked about that yesterday, I feel like.
0: We didn't really talk about this movie. It has big name stars in it. Bradley oh. Cooper, oh. Oh. Kate oh. Blanchett, Licorice. Licorice Pizza. No. Is no. it Sing 2? Oh. No, two? not Sing 2. Oh.
2: It's the uh. it's is it the kind of suspense horror type? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. It was like a scary-ish movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that called? Oh. oh, Nightmare Alley?
2: Nightmare Alley. Yeah. There, there you right. go. Brian. Yeah. Yay. You got it. Thanks.
0: Yeah. So Nightmare Alley, it bombed, oh, and yeah. it will be the end of the studio that made it, What's which was Searchlight Pictures, which oh, released independent movies yeah. via Fox, and this movie probably meant the end of that. really.
2: Searchlight. They've done. Oh, wow. I mean, but they've done a lot of stuff. I mean, I know their little intro with, yeah. the, with is that with the lighthouse, right? Kind of. No.
0: Uh, it's kind of a variation on the 20th Century Fox, Fox. or excuse me, just Fox
2: now. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh yeah they released a lot of really great independent movies but apparently they're not making any money and they just released another bomb with Nightmare Alley so
2: yeah wow that's it's unfortunate sad. uh-huh
1: I think I just you said that and is it like Lighthouse Pictures cuz now I'm seeing that image the thing. lighthouse you know, it's not yeah, search what's the what's that studio it's like a Sony division i feel like and it it's blue and it's got that Lighthouse. Well, yeah, there's it, Castle
0: Rock Entertainment, which that's is a, it, uh, which
1: has nothing to do with anything <laughs> I just said. But you're absolutely right.
0: Great, let's do another blind item. Go on. Blended. Blended
1: the, I got there. That's all that matters, right? right? I'm a lawyer. I'm not a film expert. Bringing the facts.
0: <laughs> Here's uh, another celebrity gossip mystery to solve, guys. All right, here we go. All this stuff in the press makes it seem like the momager paid six figures for a bunch of cars. She didn't pay anything because she knew she would get a bunch of publicity and all the articles would use the brand's name and have photos of the car. Oh,
1: this, I, you guys, we just saw this
2: yesterday. You, you go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is?
1: I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: It's got to be with the family that we spoke to about on the first one. The right? Kardashians. The Kardashians. The Did mother. Did you see this
1: story, though? No, I didn't. We talked about it yesterday. Brian, you remember this story? Oh, yeah. Holly, I know you do. It's Chris Jenner, the Kardashians. And a little brand called
2: Moke, Moke,
1: (laughs) Moke. (laughs) They make electric. I'll show you. They make these low-speed electric vehicles, and she bought one for every one of her kids.
2: Basically, like a golf cart. Oh, yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. Like a fancy golf cart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. They look like jeeps. I saw these. The pink one. Yes, it reminds me of the Elvis pink jeep. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this story. Wow, that's really. So they didn't buy them. They just. Well, the the blind item is saying. I'll let Holly. So the the
0: blind item implying the following that all the stuff in the press makes it seem like Kris Jenner paid six figures for those Moke cars, but she didn't pay anything because Kris Jenner knew she would get a bunch of publicity and all the articles would use the brand's name and have photos in the car. Because if you read closely in any of those articles, it's that Kris Jenner gifted all of these vehicles to her family. And how cool is that? And then... The article fills in the details. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know what kind of transaction happened between Chris Jenner and the company that it does these say, vehicles. It doesn't say
1: Chris Jenner bought no nope. six vehicles or whatever it was. Exactly. Know? No. Mm-mm. A little cross promo, Yep. I for mean, me. you know, rich people going rich. Yeah. Got time for quickie. Yeah, sure. use the name.
2: Let's do it. Blinded Where's mine? By the
0: Let's see. Uh, speaking of one-named singers, this foreign-born A-list one-named singer is blaming everyone but herself for her lackluster record oh, sales. makes me sad. Is it Lord? That's one of the options. Oh! oh. But there's another one.
2: Okay. Is it a bigger one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Adele? Yeah. Heard yeah, it al- yeah, that album mm, was not yeah, what we were expecting. No, Let's it's be different. real. It's okay. It's okay, though. Yeah. Okay, we're filling the box. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Either Lord or Adele are blaming everyone but herself for her lackluster record sales because Lord also had a high profile release earlier this summer. I believe her album was named Solar Power. Mm-hmm. That went nowhere. Nowhere. Adele's album came out 31.
1: 30. 30. Yeah. No, was it 30? What? It's 30. Just straight up 30? 30. Just straight
0: up 30. Yeah. Adele's latest album. Yeah,
1: you're right. I mean, you knew you were right.
0: but <laughs> <laughs> had, had a big initial week, and then we haven't really heard a lot about no.
1: it. Yeah, you know, the only thing that makes me push back against Adele a little bit because I'm somewhat mildly protective is that I wouldn't describe her as A-list. I'd be like, A-plus-list.
0: Oh, mm. so you have a little cameo with NT Lawyer. Yeah,
1: but, you know, that'd she be is. the only beef that I had, you know, where Lord certainly seems more predictable. But then again, is NT Lawyer really dropping blind items on Lord? I don't know. I guess it's possible.
2: Sure. Well, do you remember how bad they tried to promote that and say that? It was the same thing, kind of like when we were talking about with Ashley Simpson. With that record, they put out all these distractions to make it seem like it was this hit and this big album, but mm-hmm. nobody was buying it. Just kind of like the Ashley Simpson and her boyfriend mm-hmm. situation.
0: So. Yeah, with Evan Ross. Evan yeah, Ross, so. there we go oh it's hard out there for a foreign born a-list singer
1: yeah it must be real hard i also just don't want to believe that adele blames other people for her failings i just want to believe that she has achieved a level of humanity that is unrealistic
0: oh there are other blind items about adele oh, Okay, well, like the fact that the- she drops her own gossip to places like dumois and other things oh that oh. i totally
1: believe yeah i totally believe because i bet she follows dumois and like i'm gonna Play this game
2: myself.
0: But she says one thing in public, allegedly, yeah. oh. that she's not into it. But yeah. in fact, what NTlayer likes to say in the blind items is she totally is all about these gossip websites and she plants the gossip about herself by herself. You got to wow.
1: believe as much as we don't want to believe it about the people that we love, uh, whether you love Taylor Swift or you love Adele, they are playing a game because otherwise we wouldn't know anything about them. Yeah. And in order to know about them,
2: that means they must be playing the game. Yeah. And therefore... Be as relevant as possible. Thank you. Keep your name out there.
1: Let's go spread some rumors in the break. And when we come back, thank you, Grant. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Holly. When we return, a publicationship Update. Speaking of playing the game, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are in headlines again. We'll tell you why. It's disgusting. Bye. (laughs) Publationships. They're everywhere. It's how celebrities behave. And we tell you about them here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Happy Wednesday and a relationship Holly Roberts is what?
0: It is a celebrity relationship leveraged for publicity and attention.
1: Exactly. As expressed in this particular case by one Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, we lovingly call them.
0: Car Davidson.
1: So I got an update for you. You guys, there's exclusives. Now, really quickly, what's an exclusive usually mean in our world, Holly?
0: An exclusive story means that the call is coming from inside the house, meaning that the information is coming directly from the subject.
1: Exactly. Today, it comes from uh, to us from Us Weekly and People. There are two exclusives in each of these. No, there are two exclusives from these magazines, Us Weekly and People. Purporting to tell us about Carr Davidson, so that means that publicity. Well, let's just say Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner <laughs> yes. is sending memos to Us Weekly and People, and they're both of this sort. Here are two headlines for you from Us Weekly exclusive: Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's relationship has escalated quickly. They're getting serious.
0: Oh, what is okay. it? What does serious? mean
1: we'll get to that okay the other exclusive comes from people and the headline is kim kardashian and pete davidson are really cuddly and affectionate with each other says the source Ooh. Ooh. so both of these headlines are purporting to tell us that things are really hot and heavy now between these two like it was just a passing fancy before but now we're reaching a new level of their publicationship which is very interesting For a number of reasons. I would like you to just ponder them as I tell you a little bit more about this.
0: Okay, Let's
1: start with the, um, I know it's hard. I really (laughs) don't want to think this week at all. But the good news is you don't have to think that hard because this is real dumb. Okay, great. Uh, This is dumb smarts that you need to apply to this story. So the honeymoon stage continues. Well, they're not married, but that's not a thing anyway. According to the source speaking exclusively to Us Weekly, Chris Jenner, Kim and Pete are getting serious. Things have definitely escalated quickly in a healthy and fun way.
0: Healthy and fun? What does that
1: mean? Those words don't mean anything, do they?
0: No, they don't. As opposed to a toxic and uh, joyless way? I don't understand, Okay, Chris.
1: Exactly. Also, Kim and Pete are getting serious. Things have definitely escalated quickly. Right now, they're just... Right now, they're just enjoying their time together and seeing where things go. Chris doesn't want to rush into anything too serious, but she's enjoying the early stages.
0: But wait, I I thought, Bradley, I'm thinking now. Do you see
1: my eyeballs going back and forth really quickly in my head?
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm thinking because... Is this the article that had the headline saying that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were getting serious?
1: The relationship has escalated quickly. Things are getting serious, but then after I tell you they're getting serious, I say right now they're just enjoying time together, seeing where things go, and Kim doesn't want to rush into anything too serious. That's interesting. Okay, sit with that. Yeah, I sit with that. Put All that right, in your. Here we go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Then let's go over to the people one quickly. Great. Kim and Pete are really cuddly and affectionate with each other. Kim is so into him, says a source. Kim and Pete are both really cuddly and affectionate with each other. They seem more comfortable than couples who've been together for a really long time. Kim is obviously very happy with him. Hmm. Okay, so what do we make of all this?
0: I don't know. I suppose the subtext of that is like... it's all very juvenile, the way that they're framing this relationship between Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. When they're cuddling and affectionate, it makes me just think, what are they like in high school and they're dry humping on the couch (laughs) in the basement? I mean, yeah. Basically. It it means nothing to me. These are nothing stories. But then remember,
1: Kris Jenner is very smart. So what is she doing here? Because you have a story wherein it says things are getting very... The headline anyway, and Remember, most people don't read past the headline, Mm -hmm. the headline. But then the like alleged source is saying things are getting serious. But then if you continue to read on, it says not really, which says to me that they want you to think things are serious, but they also want to have plausible deniability so that when the relationship ends, they can come back and say, well, you know, we told you while things may have escalated quickly, they don't want Kim doesn't want like it's not. The article does not require that Kim and Pete ultimately end up married, having children. Sure.
0: Right. It's right. Yeah. It's controlling the narrative.
1: But they want you to think things are really hot and heavy. So it's like for the casual observer, they're like, oh, these two are still really hot and heavy with each other. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it ain't going to go anywhere. Sure. At least that's what I think they're laying the, you know, they're laying down the.
0: The transition. Yeah. And they're laying down this storyline because technically Kim Kardashian is still legally married to Kanye West. So trying to manage that narrative in the public eye and then juxtaposing the end of that relationship with this relationship, because controlling the narrative where it's like, well, They want to say that Kim and Pete are getting serious, but at the same time, they're not getting serious because it covers all the bases.
1: Which is just weird.
0: They're trying to be all things to
1: everyone, which no one can be. Also, I do find it interesting, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later in the show. This is a very weird moment to be talking about anything, because this week, nobody's really paying attention. Yeah. Except all of our wonderful My Talk listeners who have showed up because you guys are committed. You are in it to win it. Thank you. but. The average person in the world right now is in their sweats on their couch binging, you know, something on Netflix.
0: Yeah, and their sweats have actually melted onto their body. Yeah. I'm jealous of you.
1: Yeah, ditto. Although I'm not that far behind. I haven't shaved this week, and I probably won't. But um, the moral of the story is nobody's paying attention right now. So I find it weird that you're, like, putting these headlines in the water right now. Because, like, why?
0: Yeah, I suppose ultimately... You said, Bradley, and a a true observation, not that many people are paying attention to these stories, but it keeps the name Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, top of mind, so that as we transition out of this in-between week and we get ready for 2022, then Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are going to be absolutely what we're interested in talking about because we're still going to get that Hulu show Sometime next yeah, year,
1: you're absolutely right. We're
0: ramping up all these narratives and we're
1: absolutely. And I find it even weird that both of those outlets had exclusives on the same day, which is not typical. Take it from us, who read these things daily. When we come back, Holly has a question for you. Want to ask it right now?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm asking. What do you love about winter? What do you love about winter? Call us with your winter wonder
1: when we come back right here on my talk 107.1.